me call our attention to Matthew chapter number 5. Matthew chapter number 5. As we're looking and considering these parables of the Lord Jesus Christ, the parable is something told to edify learning, to teach principles. And there are things that in these the Lord wants us to see and to understand. The problem is in the day that we are living in, I think sometimes even as we read these scriptures, I think we read across some words and we misread them. And as we misread them, it changes the doctrine of the verse. It changes what it really means, what it really says. Uh, so I want us to be careful as we read down through these that we read exactly what it says. And if we read exactly what it says, it seems to explain itself. Uh, it, it's, it, it, our looking at these parables are, are not trying to give you something brand new. It's not trying to uh, be something dynamic. What we're trying to do as we go through these parables is have a rediscovery, have a, an understanding of what that parable really is and what it's really saying. We're going to be looking at Matthew chapter number five, and we'll begin reading uh, we'll begin reading here in verse number 13, and we'll read down through verse number 16. Let's begin here in verse number 13. The Bible said, Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let's pray. Father, this morning we ask that you illumine to us the words of our Lord, that you show me the wealth of the glory that lies beneath the old familiar stories that you teach me the depths of the meanings hidden in the songs of Zion. 
Raise me to the heights of aspiration that is reached by the wings of the prophets. Let, lift me, Lord, if you will, to the summits of faith that is trodden by the feet of the apostles. Open our eyes that we may behold the wondrous things that are found in your word. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There seems to be a trend most of the time when you look at these particular verses, there seems to be a trend that there is a checklist. There's things that need to be done. There's things that need to be accomplished. And we're going to look into that. But I want to read you real quickly what Alistair Begg says about verse number 14 and our being light. He said, Ye are the light of the world. Wherever there is faith in Christ, there is light. For Jesus himself said to those who follow him, would not walk in darkness. He says that genuine faith in Christ turns a person from darkness into marvelous light and transforms him into light in the Lord so that the light pours forth out of the windows of his soul. And rightfully so. You and I did not change ourselves. The grace of God appeared unto us and we received what God had for us. And in doing so, God placed in us a light. That light is Christ. That light is Him. I thought about as I, I contemplated the fact that many times when this section of Scripture is preached, once again, there's a checklist. In order to be this, we have to do this. That's not what Christ tells us in this Scripture. There is a verb that is a linking verb between the, the, the person or the subject and what that subject is. And it's the word are. The Bible tells us here in verse number 13, it said, ye are the salt of the earth. There is not a checklist for us to accomplish. There's not something for us to check off in order that we are salt. Because that being salt does not depend on us. We are the salt of the world, but we are the salt of the world. What does he tell us here? That next statement, but if the salt hath lost what? His savor. It's not that the salt have lost its savor. If the salt have lost his savor. When we look at this, understand that the only time that you and I need a checklist, the only time that you and I need to 
go over things as if we were a truck driver and we did a walk around of our truck or or we were a pilot and we did a walk around of our plane or or we did some kind of checklist to make sure this machinery is running like it should. Every time that you and I have a checklist, it tells us that we have that checklist to ensure that what we're looking at is functioning as it should. That means that in order for us to have a checklist for anything, the thing that we have a checklist is faulty. The reason there is no checklist here, the reason I'm not coming here this morning and giving you ten ways that you can be the salt of the earth is because you are the salt of the earth. And having received the grace of God, in having had Christ save you from your sin, in having you being taken out of Adam and placed in Christ, you are the salt of the earth. It's not ways you can be. It is that you are the salt of the earth. And if, The salt have lost his savor. It is because you and I have failed to recognize who we are. It is not because I did not do this. It is not because I did not do that. It is all because I have failed to remember who I am. Let me remind you that just because the salt had lost his savor does not diminish the fact that you are the salt of the earth. It does not change the very aspect that you and I are the salt of the earth. The fact that God's people are still on the face of the earth. Is part of the reason that there are the checks and balances of righteousness and unrighteousness in the world. And it is not because I have formed some moral majority, but it is because I am in Christ. For if you recognize that you are in Christ, it comes forth. It can't not come forth. It it has to come forth out of you because you are the salt of the earth. And it's not because you do this or you do that. Can I tell you, as far as the world looks at us, as far as the world sees us, when we are looking at our list and we're checking off whether or not we got our hair cut right or whether or not we're wearing the right thing or whether or not we don't go here or don't go there or don't do this or don't do that, the world looks at you and I and looks at us as self-righteous. 
those checklists don't do anything to allow the world to see Christ. What allows the world to see Christ is for you to recognize who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not anything new. I'm not preaching anything new to you. This is the same thing that has been preached out of this pulpit ever since we have started together together. You are who you are because you are in Christ. You are not who you are because you got a big dose of do better. You are who you are because you are His. And that shines forth in your life. And the more that we rest in the recognition of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ, the more visible that comes to this world. We've said here before, and I'll say it again, the world does not need as much to see Christ in us as the world needs to see us in Christ. And I know that that that's just kind of a play on words, but understand that when you and I understand who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ, He tells us in this parable, and what He's trying to get the disciples and trying to get those around Him to see is you are the salt of the earth. The reason this entire world has not fell into some self-annihilation or or some self-destruction is because God's people are still here. And because God's people are still here, the, 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 the righteousness, the grace of God, that, that, that common grace is still available. God tells us here that we are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? <laughs> You and I, and we we saw this even last week. I I cannot take my self-righteousness and put a little bit of Christ's righteousness on my self-righteousness to make my self-righteousness better. Nor can I take my self-righteousness and add anything to the righteousness of Christ. The Bible tells us here, wherewith shall it be salted? You cannot, by your checklist, by your do better, you cannot make your salt any saltier. What makes your salt salty? What makes your salt Do what salt does. And by the way, what does salt do? Salt adds flavor. Salt preserves. Salt is even even cures things. Salt is, is that thing that the Bible tells us 
that, that is put on wounds to make wounds better. Those, those things that salt does, your abilities or inabilities does not make the salt any saltier or any less salty. What makes the salt salt is when the people see the salt. And who is the salt? It's His savor. It's not ours. It's not we that make salt saltier. He just said that we are the salt of the earth. Why? Because we're in Him. And He is in us. I bet after talking about the salt, I bet you can't guess what I'm going to say about the light. Look at what he says about the light. He says in verse number 14, Ye, what? Are the light of the world. It's not if. There isn't an if here. It's not a if you check off this list. It's not a if you do this or don't do that. If you are in Christ and Christ is in you, you are the light of the world. Look at at what he says. And in fact, there's another place uh, where it tells us who that light is, that light is Christ. In verse number 14, you're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. If you've been saved by the grace of God, if you've been born again, you're not going to hide that. Doesn't matter how many bushels you try to put it under. It's going to come out somewhere. your being saved is going to tell on you. Why? Because Christ lives in you. Look at what he says here. He said, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. I I couldn't help but to think, Brother Ricky, when I was reading that, I couldn't help but to think about what you and I know and see as a bushel basket. What is a bushel basket what's it made out of stuff that'll burn you can't put a bushel over it it's going to burn it it's going to shine forth you can't hide it under a bushel it is put on a candlestick and it giveth light to the whole house Then he tells us, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Where we miss it so much of the time. And this, once again, this is not anything new that is being preached, especially here. All the glory goes to God. If we're not careful and we have our checklist and we and and I were to come to you this morning and give you ten ways to be the light of the world, 
then we're going to be lifted up in self-righteousness and God doesn't get the glory. God intends on us being the light of the world. He says we are the light of the world. Why are we the light of the world? We're the light of the world because the light dwells in us. And it shines forth. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick and it giveth light that all that are to all that are in the house. And then he said, Let your light so shine before men. And 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 what Christ is trying to get us to see in this situation is that you and I recognize who we are. That we It's a whole lot easier for me to rest in who I am in Him. It's a whole lot easier for me to rest in Him than for me to put forth all the efforts I can to try and shine myself around the world. If I can just be who I already am, because he told me I am the salt of the earth. He told me I am the light of the world. John tells us that if we have fellowship with the Father, we walk in the light and walk not in darkness. John in John chapter uh, in first John chapter number one goes through that whole thing of light and fellowship with light and darkness and the contrast of the two. You and I who are born again, you and I who are saved by the grace of God are the light of the world. And we, we, we can't be hid as much as the world might like to hide us. And, and it should not be that we are grabbing a hold of our suspenders and walking out into the world and saying, I'm the light and you're not. It is recognizing, resting in who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we rest in that, and as we present that rest to others, they see Christ. They don't see the, the list of do's and don'ts that most churches would hold up to. I can't help but to think, when I was a teenager, right after God had called me to preach, I started preaching on the street and for, for about three and a half years. Every Saturday afternoon and every Saturday night, I preached on the street corner in Salisbury. Well, that was myself and another gentleman started that and it became a ministry of the church we were in. My dad surrendered to preach and he wanted to preach with us and he came up one night and <laughs> my pastor bless his heart told my dad he couldn't preach on the street corner with us cause he wasn't wearing a tie <laughs> I 
What I'm trying to say is, it's not about those kind of things. It's about reaching lost. It's not about... And, and, and I'm not saying that we don't go places because we're not a Christian, but that's not what it's about. I'm not saying that we don't do particular things because we're saved by the grace of God, but that's not the thrust. That's not what it's about. It's about letting that light shine. Letting that light shine through us. And how does that light shine through us? It does not shine through us except through our recognizing who we are. I am who I am. Paul said I am what I am by the grace of God. I am not what I am because I woke up one day and decided I was going to go to church. I am what I am by the grace of God. And I determined to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. The Apostle Paul had it right. Let's not allow ourselves because we think this is some great command that's being given when it's not a command. It's just an imperative statement. God did not put place behind this. God did not place some exclamation point and give us command that we're to be the light of the world. He said we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. And so many times, Brother Charles, I have read that verse of Scripture and read it this way. Ye are the salt of the earth. And if the salt hath lost its savor. That's not what it says. If it's lost his savor. It's only because you and I are not recognizing who we are in him. For when we recognize that, it has its savor. It has its healing properties. It has its preservativeness. And to be honest with you, when you recognize who you are in Christ, when you and I recognize who we are without Christ, and we recognize who we are in Christ, we will not deal with our neighbor in a self-righteous way. We won't do it. Because we recognize, but for the grace of God, there go I. What did we see even last week? The Lord Jesus Christ set. Who did He sit with? Publicans and sinners. Everybody else, all the Pharisees ask Him, why does your master sit with publicans and sinners? He was doing that so they would see that He's the salt. And He's the light. And as we dwell in Him, that bleeds through us to the world. 
letting this world see who we are by us seeing who we are. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for the words of truth that we find in the Word of God. We thank You that they are words that will impregnate our heart. Help us not to go away from here trying to perform salt and life and our light in our life, but help us to go away from here recognizing and resting in who we are. Recognizing and resting in the fact that we are in You. And Lord, if anybody sees anything, they must see You. Lord, they must not see we ourselves, but they must see You. And help us to recognize the way they see you is by us resting in who we are in you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Hey, and thanks for taking the time to listen with us here at Gospel Way as we seek to find rest in Christ. Please know that this is supplemental and does not replace your local church or the pastor that God has given to shepherd your soul. But it is our prayer that God will use these resources to bless you and point you to Jesus.